Hey, this is the Thrive Church Podcast. Our hope is this message will help you thrive with God and thrive in life. We'd love to have you join us on a Sunday soon. Enjoy the message. Hey, welcome to Thrive Church. We are so glad you are here this morning. We're continuing our series, Conversations, where we're talking with different people of our Thrive Church community and how God has moved and worked through their life. I believe that today that your faith will be built, that it'll encourage you and actually put courage in you. You know, Revelations 12, 11 says, and they overcame by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. I believe that today that you hearing the story, someone's story, our conversation, it will build you up and help you overcome. I'm super excited today. We are talking with Femi and Fumi. I believe this will bless you. Here it is. Hey everybody. I am so excited about a conversation we're having today with uh, some of my favorite people, Femi and Fumi. They are amazing. Uh, They're amazing couple, amazing family in our Thrive Church. So welcome Femi and Fumi. I'm so glad you guys are here. Um, so yeah, thanks for, for coming on and, uh, being a part of the conversation. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, so we're doing a little part of like, for people who don't know you, um, I already said you guys' name. So where are you guys from, uh, originally? We're originally from Nigeria. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's a pretty... Tropical place, right? Pretty warm every every day of the year, almost sunny. So, oh, come nice. on. <laughs> but but Canada is good too. Yeah, yeah. What what brought you to Calgary? Uh, my husband, he came for his uh, masters at the U of A. Yeah. So we moved from Nigeria. It came before me. So like two weeks after our wedding. So I joined them six months after. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Two weeks after the wedding. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> the wedding was in uh, just a few days before Christmas. Yeah. And then uh, we had the wedding really nice and good. And then two weeks later, just first week of the new year, I in the new year, <laughs> took my bag and uh, was at the plane. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> and how long was it before? So when you came over, how long was it uh, once you joined your husband, your newlywed husband? How long was that? Six months after. Oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> Did that six months feel like the longest six months ever? It was like forever. Wow. Wow. Well, I'm so glad that you guys did come to, to, to Calgary, settle in Calgary. And, and I, I, why, why thrive? We're asking everybody as well. Uh, why thrive? Why did you uh, decide to, for thrive? Well, we've been with thrive since, uh, from the very beginning since it started. Yeah. And uh, we, we like the, the community. And uh, the fact that the, the word of God, the full gospel of Christ, is being preached because um, we, we want a place where we can grow and, and develop in the knowledge and place of God. So we will look for a home church that, that can serve this purpose and, uh, and uh, where we can build also community. That we think that's a place for us, so we decide to stay and uh, 
within this industry. Yeah. Come on. I'm so glad that you guys are a part and we get to do this together, that we're, we're part of the church family. So that's so good. Another question we're asking is like, what's a hobby? So just so maybe something that people don't know or something, what is a hobby that you, you each like to do? For me, I love to read sometimes, but mostly I love to go for a walk and I love cooking. Yeah. Nice. Great. So but uh, mostly I, I like reading and learning yeah. new stuff. So mm. uh learning new stuff and uh anything if that uh, I don't really know about read more about it so that I can increase my that's knowledge. So good. And, uh, yeah, plays games too. So <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, constant learner. I'm I'm like you too. Like Natalie loves walks, and so I'll go for a walk with her. Will I initiate a walk? Probably not. Will I go with her? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So uh, another question: How did you guys each start a relationship with Jesus? How did you meet Jesus? Well, for me, because. Uh, Growing up, we normally, we are Christians in a Christian home, so we go to church. Yeah. And, but there was a particular day, there was auto call at church, so I just decided to give my life to Christ. And ever since then, I've been, yeah, I've been with Christ because he's the only way. Yeah. Come on. That's a great testimony. I love that. So good. Well, basically, my clothes too. So when I was like 10, there were about my dad. Uh, gave his life to Christ, mm. and so we attend uh, this uh, fellowship gathering of Christians. So typically, I go with him, and then um, so few years later, because I, I keep listening, hearing the word of God, I'm like, oh, I want to experience this for myself yeah. too. So I, I decided to give my life to Christ. So wanted to learn more about God. So through my teenage years, that was pretty much I was doing. Really, uh, studying the word of God, learning more about God and all that. So, it, so it, I grew up, let me say, in a Christian home. And so that's really how I, I became, uh, I know Jesus and accepted him as my life. That's so good. That's, that's a great testimony. You know, I think that's an awesome testimony. Some people have testimonies of, you know, that rock bottom and then I found Jesus and, and those are, are amazing here is redemption story and how much he loves. But I think uh, just your testimony and that's my testimony as well of like, I've known him from since the time I was young and grew up and, and you know, your kids as well, my kids, that they will grow up in a, in a godly home where we where we serve jesus that's what they know and i think that's a great testimony that from their youth that yeah. they know him um that's so good that's so good um when what was there a challenging time or situation where uh you didn't see a way out or it looked impossible or that the situation looked impossible did you ever have a a situation like that yes um, it was when he moved here, when he came for his master's. So, you know, it was so tough, like, because when he left, like, it was like a part of me had left me. It was very tough for me. Yeah, yeah. But he tried to now apply for visa for me, but he did it from Canada. So mm. he just called me that, oh, 
I was refused. So it was so wow. painful and he was devastated because talking to him on the other hand, I could feel that he wasn't so happy. But I just felt it is what it is. If it's God's will, it's going to happen. So yeah. I kept on trusting God, tried to just talk to him, calm down, like it could apply again. Everything is yeah. going to be fine. All things will work together for good. Mm. I kept on praying, studying the word because that was what kept me going. So, so but there was a particular night, like I just felt it in my spirit that I should just be in the atmosphere, like thanksgiving, just worshiping mm. God, thanking him, like, you know, because I've been yeah. praying all this while, but that particular night I just felt like it in my spirit. So he called, I just told him, like, okay. I felt it in my spirit that we should just be in the atmosphere of thanking God and just giving him praise. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was it from my own. And so he just, the following day, he just called me about that. I've been given the visa. Like The following to, day? Uh, the following day, because it was the night. I, I was about to sleep that night when he called. You know, the time difference. Yeah. So when he called, I just felt... Okay, I felt it in my spirit. So I told him, okay, God said we should be in the atmosphere of Thanksgiving. So yeah. maybe it was morning there in Canada. No, I don't even know. Maybe night. But it was morning in Nigeria then. So he just called me and said, I've been given the visa. Wow. God is so I was just like, God is awesome. Because last night he just said, we should just be thanking God and all that. But I didn't know what it was for. But, you know, obeying him. And just doing what he said you should do. You just do it. Don't Come ask on. him any question and let him just have his way. Yeah. Right. So yeah, it was uh, a very tough experience for me, right? As in, yeah. just got married and I moved oh. here. So like, oh, okay, few maybe few weeks to come to join me. So. I put in all the application, right? Put them all together, send them to the visa office to 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 get a visa for her. Yeah. And uh, so I make sure everything was complete. So I put in everything, put all the details and everything, and I sent it in. And they replied back a few months later and like denied. I'm like what? <laughs> so it was oh. devastating. I, I, I was yeah. busy because. I'm like, what is the next thing to do? Because I put in everything they had for. All yeah. the application was complete. There was nothing missing that I, yeah. I didn't put in there. And they denied. So this was the next step. It seems so impossible. Like, there's really nothing, no other options for me. Yeah. But, uh, thank God because uh, of the word of God, because that's really what kept me going, right? Mm. Uh, really, um, looking at the promises in, in the Bible and saying, oh, this is what God asked for me, good plans, and it's going to make things work together. Yeah. And uh, I have a, my flatmate too was a Christian, so he was encouraging me too at that time. So I was like so sad and down that I'm like, okay, what should I do next? I just yeah. took the same application and sent it back. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm going to keep trusting in God. But they yeah. just took the old thing, packaged the same thing. And send it back. And uh, so during that time, I was like waiting, trusting in God for God to do something on His word, resting on His word. Yeah. Work. And then I just got back that notice that, oh, 
with uh, giving out the visa and granted the visa. So I'm like, I wow. didn't do anything different. It's just not that, uh, wow. that, that changed that changed everything. So 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 it's uh it's, it was really a tough time, but uh, God saw it. Yeah. Wow. Praise God. That is so good. Like I love um, what you said about just the, the thanking and giving Thanksgiving, like before you see it, it happen in, in yeah. the natural, before you see his promises come, give the Thanksgiving because he, he's working, he's moving. He, he will do his promises. That's so good. And I, how did you like during that waiting time, did you have any thoughts that would come or did you have moments of, of discouragement or overwhelmed or did you have any of those yes yes i do uh, like it was tough very tough but i just thank god that god's word was there for me you know uh. it's not for the god uh, for the word of god and people around me like my sister-in-law she was there for me too because anytime like because like, you know some some days you just wake up and just be like, like you just don't know anymore but yeah she she would just talk to me that I should not worry because she prays along with me to like, God is going to do it and he's going to do it in his own way and in his own time. Like, because, you know, you just newly wedded, you know, I'm, I'm a new bride. My husband should be beside me, you know, but yeah, I'm very, like I cry sometimes. Like I didn't know I was going to miss him that much, but because we've not really lived together, but yeah. like, it's not until you live together when you find your soulmate, like mm -hmm. your, the bone of your bone. Like it's just like something left me when mm -hmm. he left. So it was very tough. But God took control. He, the, the God's word is is true. Yeah. God's word is true. Is no man that he should lie. He, all his promises they are yes and amen, and he's going amen. to do whatever he says he's going to do. So he did it. He came true for us. So so for me. The, when before I sent in the first the application, I was like, oh, strong in faith. Oh, this is this is easy thing. It's going to happen. And then when I sent in the application the first time and they denied it, that was when I was like, oh, this is a really tough situation. That uh, it, it's not by my power that I'm going to get yeah. it because they put in everything required, right? So, yeah. so after that, I was like uh, very down and uh, right. it, it was tough. But... Um, it was basically the, the word of God that, that kept me going because I can look at the promises, open the scriptures and say, oh, this is what God's plan is for me. So good. My family. So we can hold on to that promise at that time because every day I keep oh, going into the word and saying, oh, what is God saying? And what, how can I improve my faith? In, in, mm -hmm. in all those times and uh, what I've learned is that uh, when challenges come they're just like storm right blow and yeah. uh, but we need something to be able to stand so that we don't get blown away yeah. and that's uh, an anchor and the Bible says we understand from the Bible we have an anchor of the soul which is yeah. the hope we have in Christ, in Christ that goes beyond the veil right that's so right. it was that hope that uh, they kept us going, and then I'm like, oh, we need to stop and share that hope with our faith, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Faith is the assurance of things. Hope for is the Come conviction. On. It really was substantiate our faith, uh, our hope, right? And then the way we can build our faith is through the Word of God. So the Word of God was really there that we have to make sure that we kept studying, 
looking at the promises of God. And uh, it, it reminds me because you, you can, when you're in a tough situation, right, you can take the Bible then and start reading like, oh, is this what the promise of God says? But then there's some kind of situation where you, there's no time to read the Bible. Mm. No time to say, oh, let me go search the scriptures yeah. and see oh, what it yeah. is saying. It's what you have in mm-hmm. you that will mm. keep you going at that time. It reminds me of okay. the time our son, when we were uh, about to give birth to a son. Yes, because um, I just went for my last checkup. So, um, and getting there, my doctor, my gynecologist, she just checked me and was like, okay, I need to go to the emergency. Like, Straight wow. to the emergency, like my BP was high for the first time throughout the pregnancy, and so they have to monitor the baby's heart. So, like, so I went there and they put everything on the horse, monitoring my heart, the baby's heart, and all that. And well, it's end up coming to okay, they have to bring the baby out because it's mm-hmm. like 50 50 mom and son, so they have to like. To uh, see it. Right. So, in that time, so her BP was so high and she was about to, to deliver the baby. And they were like, oh, this is a tough situation. What are they going to do? Because they, mm-hmm. they want to save her and save the baby at the same yeah. time. So, yeah. during that period, and then they said, oh, they have to induce the, um, the delivery, right? Maybe, mm-hmm. uh, and and uh, as they were doing that, a platelet which is uh, what makes the blood clot so that she doesn't mm-hmm. want to bleed. Start going down. Start monitoring that. So the platelet was going down. The PP, the blood pressure was rising. So it was like a, a very tough situation. So yeah. they said you have to operate her immediately. And the problem with the surgery is that because her platelet was low, she could bleed. Wow. So, so it's uh, so at that time there was no time to go look at the scriptures and like yeah. oh, what does the Bible say about this? Yeah. What we've learned before that we can bring out and say, Oh, this is God's promise, we shall not die, but live yeah. to declare the glory of the Lord. So Come they on. have to put her to sleep. I couldn't go get into the surgery room because they're like, Oh, they're gonna put her to sleep and try to do what they can. So it was a tough time for me to, I was praying at that time and uh, remembering all the scriptures I read, the promises that I've read that God has yeah. for us. That was what kept me going because she was uh, put out to sleep already. I was alone. I was like, oh, what did I do? It was just, uh, um, <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't a good situation. Wow. So, but, but thank God it came through and they were doing the surgery. The platelet came back. So she, the blood was clotting when they opened that up, so mm. just God took absolute control of it. And uh, we you, have Jesus. our son. <laughs> oh, and he now. is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I think it's so true of like, you know, the importance of getting into God's word and, and putting those, his promises, his word in your heart, like the scripture says is, from the abundance, the heart, the mouth speaks. And, you know, when you put his scripture, his word into you, his promises into you, it's sort of like toothpaste, right? Whatever's in it, if you squeeze this toothpaste, whatever's in the toothpaste tube will come out. And so right. when we're under pressure, when we're, when we're in challenging situations, what we put in will come out. And, 
And because you put the promises of God, who God is, his character, that's what, what came out. And that's so yeah. good. And I, I, I love to, um, something else that you, you said, it reminds me of that. Um, just throughout our whole, whole conversation here, it's like they were just the importance of God's word. Like right. just, and how we can depend, rely, we can anchor our hope. Our, we have a living hope in Jesus and his promises in his word that we can, like the scripture says, is that your word is a light to my feet, right? It, it illuminates the path. It leads us. So in that, in that season of, of when you guys were apart and the deny from the government and in that waiting time, God's path, like his word was able to guide your path. Did you have to, were there moments where you, you started thinking in the waiting time where you started thinking, okay, is this even worth it? Should I give up or will this come through? And did you have to catch yourself or did that, did that ever happen? Well, what really happened was, cause I think I didn't want, I didn't really want to think too much about it. So, mm. because I don't want to be in the situation where it will now weigh me down like I'm yeah. putting everything into it. But I just trusted God because I remember I said to God, I said, God, if it's your will, let it be done. Like, it's not like I'm desperate to come to Canada. I want to be with my husband. But yeah. your will, not my will be done. And he did it, you know, because I trusted him. Like, I want him to do it in his way because when we try to do things our ways and put all our hopes in it, mm-hmm. we'll, when it did not work out the way we wanted, we'll be so disappointed. Even if it works out, it's not, it's not going to last. It yeah. is whatever God gives you that is going to stay with you and it's going to last. So I wanted it to be his way. So he did it in his own time and I was thankful. Yeah. 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 So, Thank so, God. It's, uh, yeah, there was a, some time too, like you'd be like, oh, it's, uh, it's overwhelming. And, uh, you know, naturally, right? Uh, yeah. Fear, we want to kick him, like, oh, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Fear, we say, oh, don't, don't, don't continue, just give up. It's, uh, it's, this, it's not worth it. But then we, we have to try to reorient ourselves mm-hmm. and say, oh, come on, let me substitute. To fear away, take away the fear and put faith in, mm-hmm. and yeah. just rely on God. Yes. As, 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 on God what said. So, that was like so, so it was tough, but uh, then just God kept us going. Come on, yeah, God is faithful. <laughs> he keeps His promises, and He brings you to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. Um, going. Uh, going through those challenges, both with, with your son and, and even just in that waiting time and being denied, how, how did going through that challenges and God bringing you through and overcoming, how did that shape like who you are, your faith? Did it shape any of your relationship with God? Yes, it's drawn me closer to God. Mm-hmm. Like, cause, you know, cause it's just made me know that it's no, no, no uh, man. Uh, it's only God that can do this for me. Man cannot do it. It's yeah. only God. So it helps me to like draw closer to Him that, and trust more in Him, like in His Word and all that He has promised concerning every situation. So it it, it has really helped me draw closer to God. 
Oh, it's so good. Right, it's uh, it's uh, that experience, like those both experiences, they, they, they just made us realize that, oh, we can depend on God mm. and uh, who, that uh, we, we don't have to look for option B, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. God is the, the only actual option that we need, all the options yeah. we need. And Come on. We, we, we can trust in Him that He's got us, that uh, we can hand, you can hand over everything to Him, and we can do every situation. So it's it's uh, boosted up our faith in God, the dependability, so uh, good. dependency we have on God. That God is in charge, is in control of our life, and yeah. that's how, like, like till today. Now, whenever we're praying to God, like trusting God for one thing or the other, like we always tell Him, Father, we don't have a, a plan B. Mm. Is it that you do it for us or nothing happens? But we yeah. definitely do it for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's so good. Uh, and it's it, like going through that too, it, like it strengthens your faith muscle, doesn't it? So that future challenges, challenges that you're facing now in, you know, 2020, you're, it's, it's like you have a stronger faith muscle. From, from before going through those challenges, it, it, it builds your faith. That's so good. I love it. If, if you could tell someone right now who's maybe going through a, a similar situation of, of maybe they're in a waiting period or it got like something got denied and it didn't work out how they thought it would work out or they checked all the boxes and still it isn't working out or maybe even uh, something similar to the situation with your son, what would you would there be something you would tell them uh, right now? What would you tell them? To hold on to God and continue to trust in God. Because, you know, man promises, if, man, if a man promises you something, say, I'll do this for you, I'll help you with this, tomorrow they could change their mind. But it's only yeah. God that doesn't change his mind. It's only God's promises that does not fail because there's no man that he should like. Come so whatever he has promised us, he has promised us, so he's going to do it. Though the waiting time might be, might not be the way we want it, but he's going to do it. So continue praying. If you've prayed and you think, okay, I've prayed and prayed, that it seems like nothing is happening. Sing, dance, worship, praise him. <laughs> Come on. He wants yeah. us to do that. That's why Come he prays. So praise him, worship him, give him all the glory and continue to trust him. He's going to come true. He will come true. Yeah, again, just what tracing that point is just just connect with Jesus, right? That that's uh, if the person so is not connected to Jesus, connect first to Jesus and then yes. just depend on him to, to see you through like just look at his promises that he is gonna to, to he's gonna take care of things because when, when when we when we pray to God, when we call upon him. He answers us, right? So yes. he can say, oh, yes, this is what you have taken. He can say, oh, wait, I have something better for you. Come on. You. Right. He can say, oh, it's not the right time. Just wait a little bit. But definitely we're going to get an answer from God. So yeah. I'll just say connect to God and uh, just wait on it. I love that. Connect with God and don't give up. Keep praising him. Keep standing in faith. So good. I know that's going to help. So many people watching, so good. Now, is there a scripture that's that's like spoke to you in that time that you held on to, or maybe that you uh, even right now in in life? Yes, 
begins Jeremiah 29 11. Like God knows <laughs> we know the plan that He has for us. You no, know? yes, good things, you know, um, not thought of evil, not thought of disaster, but good things. So He has said that. So, what else are we looking for? <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, there's a word almost that God is always going to take care of us too. And then the other one is like, God is not going to leave us, nor forsake us. So mm. we've uh, held on to that uh, so many times. And, and the other one that we really love is um, I, the Bible in uh, Romans 8, 32, that God did not spare his son, gave him mm. to us. Yes. How will he not then with him give us all things, right? All things. So. It, uh, it shows that we can depend on God through one situation that we Come on, so good. He's got good plans for you. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. Come on, God is good. I love that. I know that uh, this is going to encourage so many people. <clears throat> so many people. One thing I really admire about you guys is you are people of faith. That, uh, you know, your, your faith, I know it inspires me. It inspires people. I know it will to watching and and uh just to have a close personal relationship i think uh something you said family was so good is like if you're not right now today if you're watching and and you haven't started doing life with jesus like you haven't hooked up in your life with jesus today is a great opportunity to do that to to start doing life with jesus you know that's the whole reason uh jesus came to this earth was so that you can have a personal relationship with god and because God, like Fumi says, that God has got good plans for you, a hope, a future, and that you can trust on him, that he loves you. So I want to encourage you, hey, today, if you don't know Jesus yet, today's your day. Today's your day where you can make Jesus Lord of your life. At the end of this, we'll, we'll have an opportunity where you can pray that. But guys, I love you guys so much. I'm so thankful that uh, we get to do life together um, and, uh, and that you're part of that uh, together. We're part of the Thrive Church family. And, uh, and yeah, and even right now that we can do life digitally uh, together. <laughs> but I, I, I just really appreciate you guys. You guys are an amazing family. I love your kids as well. Uh, they are yeah. such a great example of uh, like of just kids who love Jesus and love their parents to my son as well. So <laughs> you guys are amazing. I'm so thankful Thank for you guys. You, and Thank uh, you very much. Yeah. we love you. Thanks for the opportunity. Thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what a powerful testimony of God's faithfulness and how he brings his promises to pass from the waiting time to come to Canada to the birth of their son. I don't know about you, but that encouraged me of how God comes through. That even in the waiting time, that God is there, he is with us. Something that stood out to me through that conversation was the importance of the word of God and how God's word was an anchor for their souls during that waiting time. That his promises, uh, who he is, the finished works of Jesus, that that was an anchor to their soul. It sort of reminds me of Joshua. Uh, in Joshua 1.8, it talks about God says, hey, keep the book, my promises in front of you. Don't let that depart from you. And know it, be strong and courageous. I want to encourage you. If you're maybe going through a challenging situation, that maybe 
maybe you're in the in-between, in the middle. Can I encourage you today to one, be strong and courageous because God, he is with you. And I want to encourage you as well. Allow God's word, his promises, what he says in the Bible of his character, who he is, to be an anchor for your soul in that in-between, in that waiting time. Because God has got good plans for you, a hope and a future. Like Fumi said, is that God has got, in Jeremiah 29, 11, God's got good plans for you, a hope and a future. Hey, I want to give you an opportunity. If you've never made Jesus Lord of your life, or you just want to say, Josiah, today, I want to hit the reset button. Like, you know, just stuff has happened in the waiting period in the middle. And, you know, I just really, I've drifted a bit. I just want to hit the reset button. You know what? Today is your day. You can make Jesus Lord of your life. Just repeat this prayer after me. Jesus, I make you Lord of my life. Thank you for dying on the cross, taking my sins, and for your love. Thank you for filling me with your love, your spirit, and your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, we would love to connect with you and celebrate with you. If, if, you are, if you're bold enough, I want to encourage you. Just say in the comments, hey, I prayed that for the first time. And know what? The comments are going to be lit, lit up with people cheering for you because right now in heaven, heaven is cheering because now you're part of the family. Hey, know we love you. That if God is for you, who can be against you? Thank you for listening to Thrive Church Podcast. We hope this message helped you thrive with God and thrive in life. We'd love to have you join us a Sunday soon. For more information about Thrive Church, you can go to our website, thrivecalgary.ca. See you next time.